What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Hello and welcome to Fantasy Football Interrupted Season 3, Episode Number 16. I am your co-host, John McStravick, and I'm joined by my arch enemy, Alex Katzif. And I guess he is my other co-host. Uh, so this week, uh, Alex, I'm uh, not so happy to talk to you, uh, but we'll get into that in a moment. Uh, actually, that's is what this whole episode is going to be about, so let's just get right to it. We're facing each other this week in our LA Locals League. We're going head-to-head. Yeah, I mean, it was friendly the first time around. Uh, it was all just for pride, and now it's for money, so... We have a lot more on the line on this one. Uh, it's in true. Who are you going to pick up off the waiver wire? Who are you going to pick up? Oh, I got a whole list of guys I have cool. eyeing up. Um, I'm, I have some fab value already allocated to them, so we can talk all about that later on in our strategy talk because I really want to get your thoughts on all of these players. Great. We should talk about that. That sounds like a wonderful idea. I've been planning all week. I was like, I really need some advice from Alex on what good, I should do good. this week. Yep. It's, it's worked so far, so... Um, so to kick it off, then let's get into our fantasy talk question. And, uh, this one is, you know, it's, it's a tough one. Uh, what is it going to be like to go head to head with your podcast partner? Uh, do you think this is the end of the podcast as we know it? It definitely is the end, uh, for the week. It's not, you know, neither one of us are going to have to record next week. Cause that just doesn't seem fair. To have to like sit here and and congratulate the other person. I mean, we still may, but it just feels like one of those things that one of us, one of us has to lose. Well, I don't know about you, but if if or actually when I win, I will be recording next week. Whether you show up or not, I don't know. And I'll have a good old time talking about my win and my strategy and and what I did to beat you. Yeah, well, I guess uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I honestly, I would put money on you as well. Uh, you know, you've got all those wide receivers. Uh, you've got lucky with your Homer uh, running back, who's finally the starting running back in the at the Philadelphia Eagles. Miles Sanders. So, yeah, so you're in a good spot. You know, I'm having a lot of difficulty on my end. Who do I start? Uh, who do I sit? I mean, I've, everyone's pretty much healthy except for one of my wide receivers. So. I've got a lot of decisions to make. Yeah, I like to let the audience know. I feel like you're already trying to play your psychology tricks on me. Like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Woe is me. Oh, I'm all these guys I have that score so many points. (laughs) Who am I going to put in? Oh, Oh, you know me so well. Well, well, well. We'll find out in uh, episode number 18. We'll see if there is even an 18. Uh, It'll be a grumpy episode, I'm sure. uh, One way or the other, it's going to be grumpy by one person. Uh, Are you still in any other leagues? Do you have another another, dynasty league? Fantastic segue, Alex. Uh, I appreciate that. Yes, in my weekly recap, I won both my playoff games last week. Oh, nice. That's nice. Yeah, I, I lost mine. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you're, you got, you got one left. You got your bye week which is obviously why your bye weeks are very important. I'm sorry. I already hear yep, that you did that's not. Why, that's why I fought for it. I knew, I knew I wouldn't have been able to beat you in, uh, in week 14. So I just, or, or yeah. So I went ahead and said, I need my bye. I knew better. That was smart move. Smart move. Poor Frankie didn't take your advice and he decided he wanted to, to roll with it and just play every game all the whole season. I got to tell you, he sidebarred me and was very mad at me uh, <laughs> for not taking Jake out of the equation uh, during the draft day. 
And I think he underestimates uh, Jake's ability to stay somewhat uh, conscious, even out of his sobriety. I'll, I'll give it to him this year. He really somehow fought through all of the dirty tactics that we all tried to pull on him this Lamar year. Lamar Jackson and Christian McCaffrey carried his team. That's all I have to say. This is true. Well, I got the one thing we really got to give him credit for is the fact that instead of picking, he had the overall choice of where he wanted to draft. Instead of drafting at the number eight spot, he finally chose the top two spot. It's true. That is the one thing he changed about his, his normal strategy. He usually went five and further back uh, thinking he could snag some running back. Nobody wanted. Yeah. So that that's, he finally, uh, we, we were on his case a lot for that many, many years. So that finally got to him. So that is almost our own fault for uh, giving him so much shit over the years for picking late in the draft by choice. Yep. So you've won both of your playoff games. I lost mine. That means it's all the marbles for me in the LA locals league, but you still have a chance in another league to make some money. So that's good. So this is all your focus this week. I have, I have a split focus where I have to manage two teams at once. So, uh, but yeah. I, I'm feeling good, you know, I, it, so let me go over, uh, let, let's stick with the recaps here. So I want to hear about your, uh, one loss. So like what happened? You know, I didn't have a good team from the beginning. I drafted in a Chuck E. Cheese. We've talked about this. I had the 10th spot based on some randomness that Yahoo's generator decided to put me at. So I, I went into it as the underdog. I had Melvin Gordon. Um, there were a lot of things I went for my waiver wire picks. I went for James Washington. Um, over DJ Chark, who hadn't gotten more than like 58 yards in like three out of his last four games. Um, so I went for a waiver wire pick. So I lost seven points there. I dropped a kicker for Elliot, the, the Eagles kicker, because I thought Monday night, if I'm behind, maybe he's the one that puts me over the edge. <laughs> um, you know, things like that. I didn't play New England's defense. I picked up uh, Philadelphia because at the time, Josh Daniels might not have played. He was still he still wasn't in the walking boot yet when I had, uh, had made that choice and I should have gone back and said. But all of that said, I still would have lost. The guy had Austin Eckler, you know, oh, he, he yeah. had Amari Cooper. I mean, like I was already shot in the foot from the beginning, but I had a chance. You know, I he had Ertz is who killed me on Monday night because I was within three points when Monday night started, and ultimately I would have still lost, but I would have lost by like one point. So what did you end up 20. losing by? I lost by like 23 points, but it was all Monday night. So I had all Sunday night and Monday to lament and go, oh, what could be? I was only down by three, uh, you know, and I had Philadelphia's defense and their kicker. Eli hadn't played in like, what, 16 games? Come on. I Yeah, you should have maybe texted me for some advice on that because I would have said stay far, far away from all that because I... I... The Eagles, the NFC East, just don't really play anybody unless you absolutely have to. Again, I'm surprised at how many waiver wire you really just decided to go all in on waiver wire for your playoff game, which is an interesting strategy. I mean, especially when we talked about going with your gut and going with the guys that got it's you going there. for broke. I mean, you went for broke. I mean, you were just like, I'm going to try every tactic I can. And like I said, had I not done it, I would have lost by one. I mean, it still would have shown that I tried my hardest, but it would have been way more heartbreaking. Ertz, he must have gotten a touchdown. I turned it off at some point. I really, I've got to be honest. I think he scored the game-winning touchdowns, which yeah, I knew. Not, I knew something well, happened. That's knew, never going to help once they go into overtime. Then you're just like, that's free points for this other guy. So he he shouldn't have even been in the playoffs. This guy was playing against someone else. Lost. 
when he should have won and the points differential. Uh, actually, it was it's a whole debacle that I didn't even belong there. This guy didn't belong there. He beat me. He's going on to make some money. And it's built just like ours, so he can make 300 bucks if he uh, plays his cards right. And he has Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, so... So he actually sounds like he's a pretty solid team, though. So, I mean, and and Austin Eckler, I played against the guy in Dynasty who had Austin Eckler on his bench. Thank God. Uh, well, I had a, I drafted him. Remember, I drafted him. Oh, yeah, no, I, I know. We talked about Eckler and the whole Gordon situation a lot this year because you had him on that team and you have him on the L.A. Locals team, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Eckler, he put up a monster game. I So, I, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. When that happens, you're just, you're just a sitting duck. Yep, so, so say la vie, there's always next year. You know, I was the league champion going into it, so. So are, is that the league? Do you really kind of, do you play around a little more in that league than you are? Do you focus more on ours and that when you kind of try a few different things or no? Oh, absolutely. I play the waiver wire four times harder than I do an hourly because it's way more fun. These people are, are busy with their families and their three and a half children and white picket fences and, you know, CPAs and they they got a lot of other things that Rue they don't those care people about. who wants that stuff but you got you got to stick it to them the guy who's winning hasn't spent a dollar in fab waiver wire money he's in first place off his auto draft so Ooh. it's one of those things that maybe next year i don't if i'm at chuck e cheese i just i let the computer do it i don't know chuck e cheese got you into the playoffs at i least. got i got me into the playoffs <laughs> so the chuck e cheese advice really didn't pay out you got to do a lot chuck of didn't, Oh, I, my, half my team is completely gutted. Completely. <laughs> you had a lot to do a triage after the draft itself. That's it. All right. Well, look, you got to the playoffs. You know what? I mean, to me, it's like going to Vegas. It's like you're going to spend money. You're going to lose money. Just know that you're going to lose it and be okay with that. And it's like at least you had fun doing it. Dollar per dollar, I think it's like point oh. Oh, two cents per hour that we spend on this. If you think about it, like the amount of money that you make that you can actually profit from, you know, versus the amount of time spent. Like what was this months ago? When did we draft August? Yeah. This is, this is four months. You're, this is four months of work that you're going to, you're going to possibly make a couple hundred dollars. Well, look, Alex, I mean, in like 10 years, this podcast is going to hit and then we're going to be like rolling in it. So it's worth it, man. Just look at the long game. For sure. Add a couple zeros. I get that. But at the same point, it's still for us dollar per dollar. It, it just it's not even as severe as we make it. Hey, man, it's all for the glory, dude. Oh, I still it's care for the glory. Oh, I still care. It, it doesn't change so, a thing. I can tell you that it is for the glory. And that's why you, there's a little bit of you're, you're angry. You're angry. And I like it. I like it. You're sad. You're sad and you're angry. I'm Michael Thomas. I'm Michael Thomas angry. Well then, uh, since you were in a bye week on your other league, which is our league, there's not much for you to talk about there. Did you enjoy your bye week? Not really. Like you said, it kind of made me a little lethargic. I just I stopped. I checked out for a little bit. I was like, oh look, I did have Sterling Shepard in. Like who cares? Uh, but I did. I did look because I was watching. Um, I was watching James. And and Sam's matchup, they actually had a pretty decent matchup. I was following along too because I'm following my score because it, it was it was yeah my I was following mine along so I saw theirs as well and I was like wow theirs is a lot closer than ours and also because my score I was also kind of tracking my head I was like I would have beat them both. You had the most points I out did. of anybody. You would have beaten anybody yep. who went against you, and I would have beaten Frankie had it been down to him and I, but it wouldn't have been. It would have been down to me and you. 
Yep. And uh, that would not have worked in my favor. And I'd have been upset this week instead of next week. So, uh, yeah. So in the LA locals, I beat our, uh, friend, sort of friend, Frankie, uh, 142 to 91. Uh, it was a pretty solid beating. I started off hot with Thursday night. Alan Robinson doing, doing good for me again. I'm always amazed you, you play people on Thursday night that you trust. You can trust anybody on Thursday night. Well, man, like I said, you got to go with who you got. You got to put your best players in. This is the playoffs, man. Your best players are going to play. I've got Mark Andrews and he's questionable. Should I play him on Thursday night? I don't know. I played against Mark Andrews this past week and he did not look good. No, he only got like two or three points, but uh, his average is usually about 10. So maybe he'll have a bounce back game, but they clocked up the playoff spot now there down there in Baltimore. He may not even play at all. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. That That could also be in your favor. So, uh, it was fun. I was watching most of the, uh, my, I was tracking mostly just through the app, watching the score go along and I had it pretty well. And it wasn't until late, like getting the late afternoon games that I really started to feel confident in the whole layout just because of where my projected points were still. And also he had, uh, after Pat Mahomes didn't play, uh, a fantastic game by like his standards. I think he only ended up having like 15 points. Yeah. 15. Um, that's when I, that's when I felt that's when I started feeling really good about where I was sitting at. And then the other thing was then Tannehill or no, I had Garoppolo who, so I had Garoppolo and I was debating cause I picked up Carson Wentz off the waiver wire and I was debating almost the way you did in your other league with like, Oh, it's the Eagles are playing the giants at home against like a shitty giants team. And it's Eli Manning who hasn't played in like eight weeks and it's Eli Manning at 39 and Oh, it's Eli Manning period anyway. And I was like, Wentz, he, this could be a good game prime time. Maybe they'll really pull it together. And then I stuck Not with my the gut. It wasn't. Then I stuck with my gut and I was like, no, just stick with what got you here. Garoppolo is, you know, when he rides high, he's high. When he's low, he's not that low. So let's just. Not this year. So I ran with it and he pay, it paid off before even, I mean, Wentz game was until Monday, but it still paid off. I was like, if Wentz scores 40, then so be it. But it doesn't matter. Garoppolo did what he needed to do and he got me 29 points. So I was happy. So yeah, yeah you should that, be happy. That was fun. It was uh, it was nice to go on Monday night, not stressing about that. Uh, so then in my other league, my dynasty league, this is the one that's like I've been in there for like eight years, and it's just that the whole roster rolls over year to year. Uh, I was in the fifth spot, and I was playing the fourth seed guy. He had some more. He had the same record. He had more points than me, though. But uh, in the at the end, I scored 110 points, and he scored 87. So. I was going into Monday night though. It did come down to Monday night. Uh, I had 95. He had 80, and he had. How do you, how do you feel about that going into Monday night, uh, not knowing? Uh, I mean, would I rather just outright win and like no? By like, the would end, you, of... would you would you play a player on Monday night just uh, so just in case, or would you go with whoever you think is? Going to get you more, more points. and, and deal I'm, with I'm always going with whoever's going to get me more points. I, you're, not, again, you're, not, you're not even going to wait until Monday. Like, well, eh, it's another player to watch. No, but I did have two players playing on Monday night. I had two Eagles go, and I had Miles Sanders at running back, and I had Dallas Goddard uh, at tight end because uh, I didn't realize Austin Hooper was actually going to play, but it didn't matter because uh, he only got four points, Hooper. Uh, Goddard didn't do great, but he got five points. He had, like, a big catch at the end of the game. The eye test said that they were looking at Goddard a lot uh, from what I saw. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you're aware of the Eagles wide receiver situation. Yeah. They lost Alshon Jeffrey. (laughs) Did you hear as a sidebar that uh, 
Jeff McCown is our backup quarterback. He was next up on the depth chart as a wide receiver because if anybody else went down, 40-year-old Jeff McCown, Jake McCown, anyway. But, like, our backup quarterback, who is 40 years old, was our next person on the depth chart for wide receiver. That's how bad our wide receiving core is right now. So anyway, I digress. Uh, I had those two going in, and he had Golden Tate, so there was a possibility that somehow, some way, Eli Manning finds you know 2008 Magic in a bottle, and it all goes to Golden Tate, and I could lose. But yeah. luckily, Golden Tate uh, did Golden Tate and went a big over, so nothing from him, and that locked it up yeah. for me. Outside of also my guys threw up a few points, that kind of just gave me a nice cushion. So that was good. Uh, I wasn't stressing Monday night. That was fun. So I'm off to uh, round two of the playoffs in both my legs now. That's good. Who would you play? Would you play San Francisco against Atlanta or would you play New England versus Cincinnati? Like if it were you, hypothetically. Uh, hypothetically, you know, I don't like to think in hypotheticals if I don't have those players on my team. Um, I just like to talk about my place. Well, let me, let me tell you this. Uh, Cincinnati is like the fourth worst defense to go against like defenses uh, the offense gives up two defenses, the fourth worst. Uh, and Atlanta has been doing really well recently, oh, okay. but it's Matt Ryan. I see. I see. Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry, San man. San Francisco or New England. Which you, one do you choose? Your uh, jujitsu wording right there just is like too advanced for my small little brain here. So four, I can't. Four, fourth and 12th. You know, like one's fourth, one's 12th. Which one do you choose? Which one do you put in? Um, I like to split the difference and go with like the eighth. So, eighth. <laughs> uh, what they're at San Francisco. Does that help? I, I, I would have no idea. I mean, that could be good for Garoppolo. That's where I'm looking at. I mean, hopefully, uh, Jimmy G can, uh, throw some points yeah, against that. They'll that probably Falcons be team. down and throw a lot of touchdowns. That's probably what will happen. Hopefully. Cause hopefully. it's Atlanta and they're terrible. So I should probably play San Francisco then. I don't know. I mean, Atlanta. Ooh, that would be tough too, because wait, that's against you, isn't it? Oh, I, for, uh, I can't ask you questions like that. You can ask me questions. I don't know if I'll be able to answer your questions, but you can ask them. How do you feel about the projections? Do you feel like they're right? Should I just go with whatever they're projected at. Uh, yeah, just go with whatever the projections right. are. Yeah, that's cool. always Moving that's on. always so safe. Right. That's yeah, the safe thing bad. to do. My bad. Anyway, let's move on. Let's go on to week 15 here now. Um, so well, before we do that, I'll just go a little recap. My best players were Garoppolo and Tannehill. I'm going to give it to my QBs. They both like Tannehill had 27 points himself. Uh, going into that game, though, I was like, okay, this is cool. They're playing Oakland and all this and that. But like for the first like quarter of the game, he wasn't looking so hot. I was like, kept checking my score and he wasn't, he had like three points. I'm like, uh oh. But by the end of the end of the day, he was uh, he was doing his Tannehill thing down there in Tennessee. Yeah, my disappointments were James Washington, who was my waiver wire, who had been getting like twelve to seventeen points. He only got five, and Sutton Sutton did nothing for me because that was not his fault. Game script: Denver got up early. Well, they went to the tight end a lot too. I think Denver uh, Font, I think got uh, a ton he, of points. He, he had one big. He had a couple big chunk yardage sort of plays. Okay, again, I'm just following. Again, he was on the bench against me, so I was like, thank God. But no, it was game script. Uh, Denver just was was wrecking it. They just they got up early. Fant had like a big reception for a touchdown, wide open, Um, and so it just it wasn't his fault. But he was still a disappointment in the eyes of his father. Yeah, I mean, as a lot of fantasy football players are. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, for me, the big disappointment was John Brown. I mean, just like three points, I think, for me. He's been great points. all year long. So, and I mean, it, you got to cut him some slack. There. No, and I do. And it's fine because Hopkins stepped up for me in my dynasty league. So that kind of balanced that out. And that's how it goes. I mean, like yeah. that my that theme was, was totally one of those type where somebody picked up the slack. Somebody kind of did not show up that week. And that's okay. Um, and then OBJ, man. OBJ just now I hear he has a sports hernia or some knee thing, hamstring issue, something like that. And it's just like, ugh. so OBJ, that's a tough one. Uh, but you know, he's always, he's always there to possibly pop off. I'm waiting for the game. He hasn't had that breakout game and, and maybe it'll come in week 15 for me. And that would just be wonderful. Yeah, man, he is due uh, him and Landry and, and Chubb. I hope all of Cleveland just, Hope all the Browns get lots of touchdown points. Yeah, you know, Chubb Chubb has had enough points. I think I think Chubb could maybe take a back seat. Maybe they give him a ball. You know, maybe he already has taken a back seat. Kareem Hunt. uh, They've already started doing that. You don't want to wear Nick Chubb out. You got to save him for the playoffs, like the real playoffs. So they don't want to wear him down. That's why they got to hold off and pull back a little bit. Oh, for sure. But more importantly, who do you play? Deshaun Watson at Tennessee or or Drew Brees versus Indy? Uh, versus the Colts at home. Who would you start? Ooh, I mean, that is a juicy uh, choice there, man. But uh, honestly, I'm just still going with Jimmy Garoppolo. I just think that's the best choice to go yeah, with right now. Yeah. Um, All right, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. I mean, because I don't fair think Carson enough. Wentz, maybe Carson Wentz, though. I mean, he's playing Washington. Maybe I could throw a little curveball in there and just start Carson Wentz. They're I playing mean, Washington? Yeah. That's like that's like this week's Miami. Yeah, I guess so. It could be. It could be. Yeah, because Miami's mean, no have longer you, Miami. Did you, see, did you watch the Packers just like not even have? They were terrible. They couldn't give that game away, and and Washington was still like, ah, can we just kick field goals? I just, can we just please? Oh, speaking or of field goals, did you see that the Miami kicker kicked seven field goals in the game yesterday no, or on no, Sunday? No, I legitimately do not watch. The Miami Dolphins. Oh no, I don't watch on, Miami Dolphins unless purpose. my team's playing them. I I saw it on I replay. I will mute the TV if it comes on Sports Center. That is how how bad a taste I have for Miami. You you're not feeling the Fitz magic. You're not feeling it. Uh, bienvenido, uh, not Miami. Okay, wow, some bitter feelings there towards Miami. So we can just move on then. Um, I already talked about my debate over Wentz and Garoppolo, but I I went with the right way. So. I think that's all there has to do for the weekly recap. So let's move on to this week 15. I'm sorry. Week, uh, yeah, week 15. Yeah, yeah week, week 15. Week, oh, week my God. 15. I'm so you're all. Already, you're already thinking about week 16. You've oh, already won it. Oh, man. See? So, like, why not? You well, know, like, you're, you're Jake or James is really what you should be thinking about at this point. I that That is true. I mean, and that is a good question. Who would you rather face, Jake or James right now? Oh, James. Oh, 100%. I would... I mean, James has beaten me every time we've played, uh, but not by much. Like, Jake always seems to put up like 150 points. Well, here, I don't here's, know that I'm here, up for that task. I think, I, I think I'm safe to say this, but maybe I'm not. So you tell me if I'm right or wrong. Uh, I think whoever in our bracket wins this week, if we have to play Jake, we'll be rooting for the person that we just lost to. <laughs> yeah, for nobody sure. Yeah. wants Jake to win. Good point. Good point. So Jake, Jake is the commissioner of the league. The Jake is probably the biggest trash talker in the league and thinks he has the most games. So like that is he's, like, he's also never won. 
He has not, yet he talks trash like he wins every season. Like he legit Because he makes the playoffs every season. He thinks he, he is he thinks he is like the best fantasy football manager there has ever lived, yet he has never won in our league. Isn't that crazy? Um, so anyway, uh, week 15. So I guess we can start off with, uh, my dynasty talk just because, um, well, and actually let's just talk some breaking news cause it was related to that. So some big injuries, uh, at first I thought everybody was healthy and then I start going through the news and that's when I find out that OBJ has, uh, I think he has a hamstring issue or a hernia issue. I can't actually remember. I read it a while ago, like two days ago. So I can't remember this stuff. He's just hurt, and he's been hurt playing hurt all season. So that could be one reason why. Uh, second is then Alshon Jeffrey, uh, foot injury, supposedly is done for the season. Oh, clearly. That was a non-contact foot injury. Uh, so that's not good. Uh, but honestly, I don't know if that really makes a difference as far as the waiver wire where, like, who in Philly are you going to pick up Ward Jr.? I mean, like, we're talking about guys who are practice squad players who got elevated to the roster because they literally needed bodies. No, you put in Goddard just like you do. Yeah. That's, that's what you would do. So the other one then is uh, Mike Evans also looks like he's done for the season. So that's not good for my dynasty team. He's one of my starting three wide receivers. So that's going to hurt. Yawn, snore. Oh, buddy. I mean, buddy, that's that hurts because now I have to start. So here's here's a question. This is this is for dynasty. How could you have known, though? How could you have known to not draft Mike Evans in fantasy football? There's, Mike Evans is one of the most resilient football players there no are. No real he's way you could only, have known. He's only missed like five games his whole career. So let's that, let's let's settle even, down. That's even worse. Let's uh, settle down. Let's settle down. That's even, that's even worse. All right. Uh, well, let's settle down. So when Mike Evans is done, so let's. Uh, so okay, fine. You think you're all right on Mike Evans? That's great. He's he's my AJ Green of this year, and and I gotta say again, two for two. Well, I mean, everybody knew AJ Green was hurt going in, so it's not like people. This should... was before AJ Green. I'm talking my distaste. So we're talking for putting about him on my fantasy team. Anyway, who do you put in? Do I start Ronald Jones as a running back, or do I start Dallas Goddard as tight end to fill in for Mike Evans? To fill in for Mike Evans. So I'm. So here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. So I'm starting Miles Sanders as my starting running back. This is in my dynasty, and then. And so then I have uh, Austin Hooper's going to start at my tight end spot. So then I have one choice to either start a second running back or start a second tight end. Who do you do in those two things? Well, let me ask my lawyer, you know, like hands in a hen house. I will allow it. All right. He says I can answer your question. Thank you. Uh, we Thank talked you, about lawyer. this earlier. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's my my Southern Baptist lawyer. Uh, you know. he, he must have is he like the family lawyer like he's been like defending oh, you guys for decades we have him on retainer yeah. you know he's uh, yeah he's one of my grandfather's friends anyway uh so i would say goddard is probably a bigger boom player uh your running back is gonna get you probably about eight points goddard mm-hmm. could get you probably four <laughs> you know what I, you know that's his floor that's his floor. His, yeah. his floor is lower, but his ceiling is higher. Uh, see, I don't know about that. Oh, I guess. I, I would, I would say running back just, just on the air of caution. Cause it is the playoffs. 
Right. I mean, and look, Ronald Jones hasn't had a, like a good game and like, this is like his second to third Isn't week in a row. Peyton Barber is also on the team. Isn't there also another running back? Yeah, there's steals? another running back, but I don't care about Peyton Barber. They're just, <laughs> that, this, this whole Tampa Bay team is just an enigma week to week. They're, they're, they're just awful. They're like, they're the equivalent of like, you know, the burner wide receiver who like a Deshaun Jackson, who could at any given week put up like 35 points. But week to week, you have no idea if that's going to be the week. That is the entire team of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it's so frustrating. Yeah, and J- Jameis Winston has actually been a pretty good quarterback. Uh, oh yeah, last, like, like he's, six weeks. Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> so much so they don't even know if they're going to bring him back next year. Wow, I didn't say they were winning. Uh, it, it's a it's a big dilemma. So that's going to be my big uh, my big concern. Uh, you know, sit start because of this Mike Evans issue. I now have to have this big long debate all week long of like, am I going to start my tight end? Am I going to start my running back? It's it's going to be a hard one. So that is what I am looking at. Outside of that, I am just starting the rest of my roster that I started this past week because uh, what ain't broke don't fix it. What got you there got you there. That's pretty much it. I mean, that's your only other option would be pick up someone off the waiver wire and and drop one of those two people. Yeah, but I mean, they're 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 not deep enough in that. That's the other thing with the dynasty. You by this time that waiver wire is picked clean for anybody who could actually make an impact. Outside of if I wanted to take a flyer on one of these Eagles wide receivers who were like no name guys that like and pick one and hope that that's the one that Carson Wentz decides to throw to. That's about all I got going for me. Zach Pascal is the only other person I would think on the waiver wire that you may be able to pick up. Is that on uh, Indianapolis? Yeah, he's the Colts. Uh... I would bet money he's not available, but I'll take it. All a right. Look. Yeah. All right. All right uh, but anyway, so that's what I got going on. I mean, that takes us a little bit in the strategy talk there. That's kind of where my head's at in my dynasty league. Uh, yeah. So at least Austin Hooper's back. So that helps me out a little bit because, you know, he didn't do great in his first week back, but, you know, he's been out for like four weeks, I think, with a knee injury. Yeah, what do you expect? Which brings me, would you play uh, Adam Thielen uh, coming off an injury since he hadn't played since week eight? I mean, he's had a hamstring injury. He's had like four full weeks of, of healing at this point. I don't know, man. He's a questionable guy right now still. Still very questionable. Yeah, but hypothetically speaking, would you play him? Uh, No, no, no. Why would I ever want to play Adam Thielen? I mean, like his Kirk Cousins throwing to. I mean, he's in Minnesota. Like, who wants to put? Who wants to put anybody from Minnesota? Come on. Diggs? I would just cut him. You should just cut him. Is probably yeah, the best option. Drop him. I should just drop him. I, I, like, he, what has he gotten you so far? I mean, he's been on the injured reserve list. I mean, he's almost like AJ Green at this point. It's true. I probably will not be drafting him next year. So, oh, so he's on your team. So you're asking me for advice on what you should do against me. I see. I see. Oh, look at this. <laughs> It all comes back around. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? Let's get into some strategy talk about this week. So what I'm thinking is just, f*** you. I'm going home. Uh, uh, so, yeah, strategy. You know what, dude? I am feeling so good, though. Like, it's cool. I'm pretty much the team I started is the team that's going to play again this week for me. So that's my strategy. So go blow your mind with that. Go do all your little dipsy doodle, like moving people around, trying to fake me out. Like it's cool, man. I, uh, this is my team. That's who I'm starting. Yeah. You've already got it set. Who you've got set is who you're going to play. I don't even have to wonder if people from the bench are going to find their way up in a starting spot. Well, you never know. I mean, Carson Wentz, he, he, maybe I'll just decide to throw him up there. And maybe then right before the game starts, I'll switch it back to Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, because let me tell you, I, I assume that's really just going to throw you and you're going to change your whole roster because of that move. 
Yeah, you're right. It's really not going to do a thing to me. Uh, I just want to know which games I have to be watching and, and be privy to instead of being able to go about my day knowing good and well that you're already the league champion. So, Well, I'm not going to go that far. We could, I, could <laughs> might, I might end up playing James. So James actually is uh, the tough one. I, I, I don't know. James, he's, I always uh, battle James. I feel like I need a shower after you've just said that. I always battle James, and I've I've lost I think both games, and they were both tight, close games. Too, me too. James is the, he was the the quiet one this year of like really just putting up solid games. So I don't yeah. I don't put it. That's why I think Jake's too loud. He's too loud, and it's it's all gonna like kind of so come back. You would on. rather go against Jake, is what you're saying. That's I guess kind so. Of what I hear, yeah, more or less. Although he does all show he, to get to that. Here's the one thing though: is he does have Chris Godwin though. And now that Mike Evans is not even on there, although on the flip that side, he maybe he's going to get double team now. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so anything's possible, man. Anything's oh, possible. Well, great. going into this game, uh, you are a, the, the favored, uh, you are the favored by the Yahoo stats. Uh, yeah, you are which, a whatever. projected 132 points. I'm a, I am a projected 122 points. Uh, I am the underdog with a 43% chance of winning. And obviously you, that means you have a 57% chance of winning. So we'll see because I mean, Yahoo's uh, prediction points are so on point week in and week out. I mean, they just nailed it for me last week. I mean, totally nailed it at me hitting 110 points and me putting up 143. So yeah, it's an interesting system. Sometimes it it works out as like a, a scale where like, the people that they said were going to score more points still scored more points, even though it wasn't anywhere close to what they said it was going to be. Yeah. So it's, it's still like, Oh, two points for this person. But then this other person got eight when they had said there was going to be a two point difference or six point difference. That's the only difference that, uh, that I see with the projections. It's, it's garbage. I mean, who's doing it? All right. So then here, here's one for you. Like kicker. Should I start Seattle's kicker or should I start Carolina's kicker? I mean, let me ask my lawyer says it's not like he's saying anything is he drunk well i say i will not answer that question oh sorry you heard him did is your lawyer from the looney tunes um it sounds <laughs> is, you know a, 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 i'm picturing like a big like a foghorn, a big fellow like foghorn leghorn ish something yeah like is that who your lawyer is i mean did you get him from toontown is that you know he's got a big old mustache and he makes great chicken that's all i know does he give you advice on your lineup? Oh, every week, which is probably why I've been losing recently. <laughs> I know. I mean, those Southerners, they like their football. They know their football, but they know their college football, not their pros. So That's true, but that has helped you in the past with your rookie drafts. It does. It does. So... And that's why maybe we'll try to get you in on that dynasty league. If we have, Oh, if we have any dropouts, maybe uh, I feel like at this point I need another league. Like usually three was too much, but this year at this point, I feel like if I had another one, it wouldn't have been that big a deal. Yeah. I mean, that's why I like my dynasty. It really keeps me focused year all year long. I would really have a trouble. I would really have trouble not dropping people though, because I'm one of those people that likes to mix and match. See that. And that's where you might not like that league as much because that waiver wire does run thin, except that like if, when you got to be on it though, like if you really want to get somebody who's kind of popping or you think it's going to pop. So I may be good at that though. Who knows? It could be, uh, unfortunately for us, we're not playing each other in that league and it's only our redraft league. So this, uh, is a one and done situation. I don't know. Have we ever played each other in the playoffs? We've never played each other in the playoffs. Only the regular season when it doesn't matter when it doesn't matter when it's just for fun 
If there is such a thing. Yeah. Well, we're all for the glory and all for the money in this week. So, hey, look at this. Consolation prize. We get to play in the third place game, which means we still could possibly win money. So at least we're we're still in the running, no matter what it's, happens. It's true. So in that case, uh, we do get to play either Jake or James. This is true. That's right. So that's, that is, we do get to take our pick. So maybe next week, oh, we'll already know. Uh, which one we're going to have. But uh, I guess I said James and you said Jake. So we'll see how that works out. All right. Well, then uh, I guess there's not really that much more to talk about here. Uh, strategy I'd like talk. to talk about the fact that I was right about my bold prediction. Uh, that doesn't happen every day. But saying New England was going to lose three in a row and uh, and break a 21-game winning streak at home. Uh, that was a pretty bold prediction to me against Kansas City. So not too bold on that streak. But... Just, I got to say, like, I'm pretty proud of myself. Little, uh, little. I don't remember the last time the Patriots lost three games in a row. So that, no, I mean, that was without a... cheating. I mean, they, that's why it's because they haven't been able to cheat. Well, it seems like they might be getting back to their old ways since they were supposedly caught recording footage of the Cincinnati Bengals because they play why them next would week. You, why would you do that? Why did anybody do that, though? And But of all teams, the Cincinnati Bengals. That's like, what I mean. That is what I mean. I know. Why would you want to record this? Ins- who cares? Like, that's who you're going to get caught for? Put 10 men out there. You'll still win. Alabama could win. Oh, for sure. With their second string quarterback. For and sure. Terrible defense. All right. Well, uh, so this was just more or less a nice uh, a nice trash talk session. So uh, Yeah, I hope no one came for actual advice on this show. This show was pretty much comedy gold and, and no strategy. For sure. I mean, look. They heard about Mike Evans going down. They heard about Alshon Jeffrey going yeah. down. So they got I mean, some info. There's improved. still information in there. Like the yeah, absolutely. So unfortunately, Alex's lawyer would not allow him to answer the question of what kicker I should start. So I'm sorry that you can't get any advice on that. Unfortunate. So I will then probably just stick with my gut and who got me there, and that's Jay Myers. So that that'll we'll end that discussion there. Uh, so do you have any bold predictions for the week? Ooh, I am going to plead the fifth. Oh, interesting, because I'm going to say bold predictions. James wins. You win. <laughs> you, you bastard. <laughs> you take that back. And I will, uh, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. And, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know my bold predictions. I, I, I forget what my win percentage is on that. I don't think it's amazing. So I'm sorry if that's the case, but that's where our, I think it's going to happen this week. My bold prediction would be Jake puts up just a big burger. Just under a hundred points, just a flat sandwich, and he plays. He doesn't play Baltimore's defense. Oof, I hope so, man. So that's my bold prediction. All right, well that that sounds good. Uh, it seems like regardless of what happens between you and me, we're all everybody's just rooting against Jake. So that's the that's com- pretty much it. As long as Jake loses, the world everybody wins. wins. <laughs> that's it. All right, well we'll end it on that note. Yeah, man. Well, may the best man win or the best team win, I guess. But uh, I hope you lose. I guess. Yeah. Back at you. All right. Well, Good luck. Go eat it, man. See you next week. All right. Think Curly at Twitter. There you go. Good. You say you're, you're ahead of me already, though. Uh, Jay Stravs on Twitter, and uh, we'll catch you all next week. Have a good one.
I say I will not answer that question. Oh, sorry, you heard him. Like hens in a hen house, I will allow it. <laughs>